0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist, Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of the podcast. It's Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil and myself. And Phil, we're going to talk about analyzing advice on surviving a bear market. Um, you know, we're, we're in it, we're in it in different places. We got some yep. stuff going on, lots of turmoil, uh, the R word recessions out there, uh, getting yep. thrown around daily. Now we did have a pretty nice, uh, bounce back at the time we're taping this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull this up the last Friday it bounced back pretty nicely. We're taping these on Tuesdays. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, got us back over the 31,000. We're up a little bit today, but around 31, five on the Dow on the Dow. Yep. Uh, as we talk about it. So, you know, it's picked back up a little bit, but obviously still a lot of turmoil, right? A lot of volatility. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, there's still still a lot of unanswered pieces out there in yeah. this. To how is it all going to play out? So. Yeah.
0: so we've collected some advice from some experts that are not us. <laughs> yeah. I am not an expert. Uh, you've been doing this for thirty plus years, yep. so you certainly have a lot more information, which is why we do this show and talk about things. Uh, but you know, you might have heard some of this advice yourself, Phil. Mm-hmm. You might you might agree with it, you might not. So I want to go through with it and see what some of the big talking heads uh, have to say. You know, it, it, you know, follow it, proceed with caution. You know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So we'll jump in um, and just kind of run through a few of these here. We've got an equity strategist mm-hmm. uh, named Phil Orlando. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what an equity strategist is. Maybe you can explain that for us too. It says he expects the market to decline further over the summer, perhaps on another 10% he expects it to fall. Uh, And then he favors value stocks, energy, financial, healthcare industries over growth stocks. Also says holding cash hasn't been this attractive in more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a no brainer though, because just, you know, because the, the interest rates are ticking up. So I don't know. Nothing really groundbreaking there. I kind of agree with Phil a little bit here, Phil.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, a, to some extent I do. I mean, it, it's, so the whole, you know, could it decline another 10% over the summer? It Who knows where we're at in this bear market? Sure. You know, we, yeah. we broke that bear market barrier on the S and P NASDAQ has been there. Dow hasn't right. quite made it yet. You know,
0: it's close, right? I don't, yeah, fact, it's but- close,
1: but you know, uh, personally, I don't think it's over. You know, I, th- I think we've still got a ways to go. There's yeah. Um, a lot of unanswered pieces yet to this whole puzzle. Inflation, we still don't have it under control. The Fed's really starting to push hard with, you know, raising interest rates. Yep. You know, so, yeah, could it decline another 10%? Absolutely. I mean, looking at his I, mean, I think it's probably markets, reasonable. It's probably I mean, reasonable. I, I, yeah, I, I think it could go way beyond that. You know, oh, if you okay. look at kind right. of more traditional bear markets, I mean, you know, just breaking that bear of 20%, you know, where could it go? I mean, we could be down... 40, 50%. I don't Ooh, think it would be
0: that scares folks, man.
1: Unrealistic, you know, but I mean that's or, or uh, unreasonable. Um yeah. but so- I mean that that's what happens in a bear market. And summertime typically is not a good time for stocks. I mean, historically, there, yeah, there's even a strategy that. out there, the whole sell in May, go away, come back again on Thanksgiving Day, you know. You know? So <laughs> kind of a a rhyme, but I mean, there's a strategy around it. You sell in May, last day yeah. of May, you know, you don't. Invest at all in the summer. You come back around Thanksgiving because huh. fourth fourth quarter is typically really good. You know, True. Companies yeah. are making their financials look good for wrapping up year end. Christmas Plus sales we get into and, Christmas yeah. time, right? The holiday yeah. sales. I mean, there's a lot of things behind that fourth quarter. Typically, is a good quarter. So, okay. yeah. Uh, what mean, do you think I,
0: about the value stocks and the growth stock pit?
1: You know, I I would agree with him just because growth has had its run. I mean, that's what's carried us. Over the last, uh, you know, five, 10 years, at least five, definitely out of the pandemic. I mean, they're the ones that just boomed, Yeah, you know, um, value has started to to pick up. Um, But again, I mean, any equities stocks in a bear market, you know, are going to fall. Maybe not quite yeah. as much, and we've already seen and
0: we've that. seen that. Yeah, tech has I mean, been even, taking even, a beating.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, even to this point, those growth stocks have fallen significantly. Value was holding its own and doing really well until recently. Okay, you know, so it only it, it only started to fall probably in the last month, um, but it's still not down as, as far as growth was. But yeah, growth you know far exceeded what value did in prior years. So I mean, it's it's that reversion to the mean concept, right?
0: yeah value sure. growth
1: took off so it's going to fall harder at this stage value didn't grow quite as much so it hasn't fallen as far but
0: and that's the point of the diversification conversation that we took. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean,
1: you might overweight or underweight kind of depending on what's going on, but don't chase the winners all the time, right? If right. growth yeah. is going, everyone throws all their money into growth stocks. And oh
0: yeah. Which is what we've been doing the last be, couple of years.
1: Be very careful because that's a, a recipe for disaster because yeah, everything comes back. It reverts back to that mean, that average of what a market has done over time.
0: Yeah. So uh, Sam Robinson, who, or Robson, excuse me, is a financial author. He, this one again, not, not a huge stretch. So I think I probably agree with Sam Uh, says the bear market is a fantastic opportunity for long-term investors, long-term being the key. Yeah. So again, um, I mean, it's kind of the, that's that's normal though, right, Phil? I mean, buy yeah. one. This a great it's a great buying opportunity. It, it, it can not be
1: a great buying opportunity. I mean, the, the the reality is this though: to have a buying opportunity, you had to have cash on the sidelines. Okay. You know, right. so if you've been riding this through and pulling some of the profits off the table, so to speak, as you you saw this maybe peak in and starting to get a little turmoil in the beginning of the year. Right. Having cash to the first first authors. Um, position is a great opportunity now right. to potentially buy in at this lower point at some you know stage, depending on when the market reaches that bottom. You know, and again, right. we'll never know exactly when the bottom was until a month or so after when they sure, can go backwards, sure. just like they don't tell you when the bear market started until we hit it and say, okay, well, it started back here. So, right. Yeah. But um, if you're if
0: you're in the right position, I guess that's yes, the key, Phil. Right. You have to
1: be in the right position to take yeah. advantage of it. I mean, if you were fully invested riding this down, there's not really an opportunity because you're in it, right? Yeah. You know. Right. So you you have to have had cash on the sidelines to buy in. Okay. Ho- hopefully, you haven't had all your money in those high flyers, and you know you're you're in retirement right now, and that's been your whole strategy. And now you've ridden it down thirty percent, like the nasdaq was at one point Mm -hmm. you know and and now you're panicking wondering what to do um but all right. Yeah, then, so, then there's not as much opportunity. At then that, there's that not
0: stage. as much. That's right. Yeah. Uh, forgive me if I get this wrong. Grant, uh, columnist and financial advisor Grant Sullivan, Sullivan maybe, okay. uh, says to, it looks a little different than usual. It's different spelling. Says to beware of making emotional decisions mm-hmm. in turbulent times. Something we certainly talk about often, Phil, and yeah. that making those kinds of mistakes obviously are a lot more costly. We've been preaching that for quite a while, uh, because we get into this habit of of just reacting. Right. Uh, and moving things around, and then we cost ourselves more uh, with all the moves. You know, different fees, different ins and outs, and just, of course, then locking in losses, like I just mentioned.
1: Right. Yeah, and, and I mean that's common, right? We're, we're emotional beings. That's we we make decisions emotionally. That's how we how we react all day long, <laughs> all day long. But that's how an advisor can help. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean a great example. I just met with a client yesterday, and we don't have okay. a lot of clients that are nervous just again because of how we position money. They understand right. we've got risk in that later bucket. This client was focusing just on the later bucket, you know, which is where right. the risk in their portfolio is. So I had to, to remind them again, confirm are we on the same page? This is from an overall risk standpoint where you're at. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and they were just looking at the later bucket. And I said, well, we can't do that. You can't look at just that. You got to look at the whole picture, right? We've got to look at the the now bucket and the later bucket together, um, or soon bucket, now, soon, and later, the right, whole picture, right. you right. know, versus just focusing on one piece. That's where the risk is. But that bucket, we're not touching for 10 or more years. Right. So we've got time to ride through some of this volatility. You know, and that being said, they weren't even down anywhere near what the market was. Oh, you know, and
0: but the, the panic is the pan Everybody's well, the, reaction exactly it. it's yeah.
1: the fear of the unknown, right? We don't know where this is going. We've, you know, no one knows. It, it's always, okay, are we at the bottom yet? What's the next, you know, when's the next, you know, and if you've got, got a drop, so people. to speak, are we in a right. recession? No, we're not there yet, but what happens right. when? And yeah, you know, and if no you've got hundred people
0: that are, that are working with you, just mm-hmm. easy number. You got a hundred people, oh, yeah. 95 of them, uh, yeah. they all have the they all have a good plan they all have a good strategy everything's there Perfect. 95 90% probably are like hey cool we're going to we're good right it's okay, be, run it it. it's okay to be it's okay to be one or two people <clears> that just say i know absolutely. that you've done this and i know we're in good shape but can you just kind of go over it again with me cuz i'm feeling nervous
1: that's that's the value that, of the advisor absolutely and that was the point of the discussion yesterday with them was just walking back through it yeah. and i mean where we ended it is like look i this is the plan You know, I, I'm comfortable with where we're at and and what's going on, but if it's keeping you up at night, (laughs) maybe we need to make a change. Right. Yeah. As much as I don't want to, because it's not a good time. I'm going to try to, to help you through this. Sure. Right. You know, but, but if, if you're going to lose sleep for the next year, then I guess we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to readjust risk but let's look at it going forward. And this is when our risk tolerances start to get really tested, right? Everyone's oh, risk, indeed. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, you know, I want something, I want that, you know, the S&P 500, I can handle it. And all yeah. of a sudden it's down 20%. And you're like, wait a minute. I can't handle you know, that. I, I, this is getting uncomfortable. We're not even, yeah. you know, maybe near the bottom yet. Yeah. If looking historically what the s and done or any of the markets. Yep. So this is when we really get tested at what is our risk level. Um, and with this client, we walk through some options, you know, and as you we're know, walking the through them, not really good options. My recommendation as we're working through with this client was number one, and it was the wife. And usually it's one of the two, husband and wife. Yeah, I was going to that, say, yeah, you know, one. looking at it, she's looking at the accounts every day. And I mean, she's she's journaling. Mm. She's got it written down and looking at what well, we did. You know, market did this and we're down. And that's, and that's, know that's
0: usually a bad recipe for stress.
1: Yeah. You know, so I that was my first thing is I said, don't look at the accounts every day. You yeah. know, it, it, if you're going to look at them first, you got to look at the big picture. You can't just look at one, look at the whole picture and then don't look at them every day. Look at once a month, you know, yeah. enjoy retirement. (laughs) Don't stress (laughs) over this. We've got a plan in place. I'm comfortable. I mean, granted, could things happen? Absolutely. You know, what is it What is it that you want to just pull out and, you know, write it out, then that's up to you. But now you got to determine when you want to get back in. Yeah. And that, that again is one of those recipes for potentially a disaster because, Looking historically, how this plays out, the Delbar study proves this out. I mean, you know, we the, the average investor never performs as good as the market because of that that emotion.
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, because of jumping in and moving yep. around and making ill time. What is that saying? Um, don't don't stress about, don't worry about tomorrow or something like that. Worrying about yeah, to worrying about tomorrow does not take care of tomorrow's problems. It just removes today's peace. Yes, something like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so. so
1: yeah, that was with her. Stop looking at it and stop listening to the news, right? Because I mean, she's Please. listening to the news all the time and watching and what's going on. And you know, and unfortunately, the news of today isn't the news of yesterday, right? I mean, it, it I always joke, I said, Where's Paul Harvey when you need him? You know, yeah, give me right. the rest of the story. I just want the facts. You know, today, yeah, unfortunately, I, a lot of the news is sensationalized. It's all about advertising, you know. I think it
0: all is sensationalized. Not you know,
1: it, it's not not that there isn't fact and truth in there, but it's there's always seems to be this real um, stress on making it bigger right. and badder and work. You know, they don't talk about the, good evolve, stuff. the bad become stuff.
0: miners stuff. we, we, yeah. and, and like, and what I mean by that is like gold miners, like we're mining for the nugget of truth inside the story. I think.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, versus so. like just being presented with the facts. It's just like, okay, I'm sure there's some nugget of truth in there, but where, you know? Right. Right, uh, and that's the that's the frustrating part. Um, let me let me get to another one or two of these, Phil. Before sure. we wrap this up, the head of National Retirement Resource Organization said, uh, "If it were me and I was going to declare my retirement and have my party, I think I might delay it a year or maybe two if I could." In the current environment, I mean, it's mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's a it's a nice rational statement, but it's also like based on what, like right. To kind of blanket say that to anybody, and they take it, hear it, and go, "Yeah, I should do that." Well, how do you know you should do that if you haven't run any numbers to even see how you've been affected thus far?
1: Yeah, I mean, I exactly a blanket statement like that is. Anytime you hear a blanket statement, to me, it's don't don't pay attention. I mean, it could uh-huh. apply; it might not apply. This this very well could apply to that individual that hadn't changed their investment strategy, and they were very high risk. Yeah. Planning on retiring this year and all of a sudden now they're down 30%. Yeah.
0: Or has no idea because they don't even have a strategy. They've right. Exactly.
1: Bothered. Maybe they've yeah. not even looked at it. So I mean, if if it's gonna change your picture, yeah, you might have to now because you didn't prepare for it to begin with. Mm-hmm. For most people, if especially if you've run the numbers and, and planned this out, um we've got clients that are retiring this year and we planned it, you know, but we prepared for that we already had money positioned in our buckets so that the later bucket, yeah, there's more risk. You're going to have volatility. They're going to be down there. We understand that that's long-term, you know, the money we're spending now in the next Mm -hmm. 10 to 11 years, we're okay. We've got that protected, you know, so they're okay. They don't have to delay retirement. So if you haven't prepared for it, you might have to, but again, don't, don't take it as a rule of thumb. Oh, it's you know markets down. I'm not going to retire. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and work. Well, for the guy at you.
0: the retirement resource said I should do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So do that. Yeah,
1: talk to an advisor, yeah. run the math, see maybe it, you know if, if you haven't changed things and you're down thirty percent and now you retire, yeah, it probably is going to change what yeah, your that's a bad
0: scenario. Yeah,
1: long term looks like you know yeah. doesn't mean you can't retire. No, I mean you very well could. And you might not even have to change lifestyle. It just might mean you don't have as many extras and won't end up leaving as much to the kids. Or maybe you do have to change lifestyle.
0: And Phil, that's the point, right? Right. Yeah, but, right. and that's the point. Yeah. We're we're talking about things. We're sharing information when we do the podcast, but we're not saying anything in absolutes or even no. completely. Yes, we talk in generalities and we do sometimes make some sort of maybe, you know, kind of neutral statements, but it's because you need to see more particulars before you give specific advice through yes. the terms of the podcast or any media delivery. It's like, okay, I'm just delivering this this information for you to kind of then take it and uh Internalize it and then run the m- the numbers and the math with your professional before you take that action.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's one thing that drives me crazy in our industry is there's so many rules of thumb and you know, people like this that give these blanket opinions right. that don't really apply to everyone for sure. Oh, right. yeah. for if, if we take the spin that's been put or how, how our, our industry, the financial industry works and did that from a medical industry standpoint. I mean, that's about practice. You you don't see a doctor out there saying, oh, everyone should, you know, take this prescription. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. this no. works for
0: everybody. Yeah.
1: Once you're over 50, you've got high cholesterol, you're gonna have to start doing this. No, yeah. some people yeah. absolutely.
0: You know if but I, if I had a pain in everyone. my elbow, yeah. Like this guy, if you took this guy and say, Well, if it were me and I had a pain in my elbow, I would take this. That's right. right. And that's like right. you don't know how that's gonna react with someone. So you can't that's a great point. You can't just yeah, you know, blanket and even the medical industry does do that to some degree. To right. some
1: extent, right. But I mean they're they're at least a little bit more we've got to run some tests, right? Look at your Let's situation. Let's see what's wrong
0: with the elbow before, you know, <laughs> what's the old Henny, right. uh, what was it, like Henny Youngman jokes or whatever? He's like, uh, you know, doctor, it hurts when I when I do this with my arm. Well, then don't do that with don't your do arm. do that with
1: your arm, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way I could sh- for sure tell you what's wrong with it. Just don't do it, so. yeah. Uh, all right, well, good stuff. So we're probably about out of time here. Uh, I'll leave us with this, this kind of Warren Buffett thing. You know, mm-hmm. he, he has a lot of great quotes, Phil, but yep. he has two that kind of contradict um, him himself, really, uh, the most important thing to do if you find yourself in a hole is to stop digging. Okay. Uh, and yeah. then I, but he also likes to say, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. So in a down market, Warren's made it very clear for years that this is when he starts buying stuff up. You know, yeah.
1: He, and I mean, you know? again, looking at, you can't compare yourself. Most retirees to, to the, can't compare themselves to Warren Buffett. He got right? a lot of money. He's got more money than he's ever gonna spend. Yeah. You know, a lot and, of cash to buy up. Exactly. So I mean, and he prepares for this. He he yeah. had been building cash, taking profits off the table. Yeah. Yeah. He's been investing as markets have come down. Yep. You know, and probably will continue to do that. Well, but back, he's to, got, our, back he's got to our back our long term strategy, he's not yeah. planning on living on this money. And yeah. maybe with a portion of yours, you can do that. And that's back to the other
0: guy's quote. It's a long term thing. If you had cash, like you said on the sidelines, then maybe it is a great time to kind of add to the portfolio from a buying standpoint. But don't just do it without checking it.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Because you don't have, uh, you know, 30 billion or whatever
1: Warren's got. Right. Or or an endless timeline. I mean, it's a company. It doesn't have a life expectancy. It's not a, you know, an end game, so to speak, that I've got to generate X amount a year and and hopefully I don't run out at X, you know, date. That's not, what we're talking about
0: that's true that's it, true it's
1: the whole concept of institution right we, we I, there used to be this big thing of oh the institutional investor did this well yeah that's great for the institutional investor but you're not the institutional you're not investor the
0: institution yeah exactly. they don't have
1: a life expectancy yeah. they're gonna be there forever you know they're not trying to do XY and Z generate this income yeah you know that's so great you can't point. you can't look at Warren Buffett and apply necessarily all of that to you that's he's great got point. some great great nuggets absolutely Well, especially the last one, you know, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Yes. I mean, that's that works, you know.
0: Well, what's a fill nugget as we get out of here for surviving a bear market? Uh, Mine's going to be just talk with a professional right before you do anything and not 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 exactly groundbreaking. Uh, But, you know, any any words of wisdom that you think as we wrap this up?
1: Yeah. I mean, be careful with emotional decisions. You know, this is when unfortunately a lot of mistakes get made. If you haven't worked with a professional before you jump in and do something, talk to a professional um, and make sure that relationship works, right? It's if you're not comfortable with that decision or that discussion, talk to another one. Not that you're trying to get one that tickles your ear, but I mean, you've got to be on the same page and they've got to be able to communicate, Yeah. you know, but don't, don't make a harsh decision. That's the worst thing you can do is just, you know, all of a sudden, I'm going to sell it all and I'm not coming back in. there's a lot of people that did that in a pandemic and they never got back in and look yeah. what they missed. So
0: I like that. Uh, not one that just tickles your ear. Uh, yeah. One that. because yeah, you'll, uh, you'll
1: find one that, that oh, oh, yeah, it sounds great. Everything they're telling you is rosy. And yeah. or confirming
0: everything you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Right, so. right. Yeah. Well, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, no, no ear tickling. So we're going to get out of here this week, but you know, the best advice on surviving downturn, down markets and things like that is having a strategy, having a plan for you. So reach out to your advisor, find an advisor. As Phil just said, talk with one, talk with two, talk with three, whatever the case might be, but find the professional that works for you, that resonates with you. Reach out to Phil. If you'd like to stop by subscribe to the podcast, whatever the case might be, uh, philstaxhacks.com that's philstaxhacks.com or call him at 248-888-7530 if you'd like to talk with him, get on the calendar, whatever the case might be. But do yourself a favor, do your retirement a favor, start talking and trying to find the right professional for you. And we'll see you next yep. time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Thank you, my friend. I'll catch you later. Take care. All right. We'll see you next time. Folks, don't forget to subscribe to us. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart and Stitcher. We'll see you next time